some connection between narcissism and addiction? And if so, what is the connection exactly? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. This morning in my live chat, several of the group members were talking about alcoholism, drug addiction, and how those are combined with narcissists. The question then became, well, is there a connection? Because sometimes you will have addicts and alcoholics who stop being addicts and alcoholics and begin to not act like narcissists. But almost always, addicts and alcoholics will act like narcissists during active addiction. So is there a connection between the two things? What happens when they get clean and then they become or they remain a narcissist? The first thing you should know is that there are plenty of narcissists who are also addicts and there are plenty of addicts who behave like narcissists who are not narcissists. There has been tons of research that has shown that there is a certain amount of connection between the narcissistic personality disorder and addiction. But that's not what we're here to talk about right now. We're here to explain it to you. So here's the thing, if you think about it. If you look at the fact that narcissists require narcissistic supply, they need people to give them approval, to give them love, to take care of them, to do all this stuff. They need that in order to exist in the world comfortably. It soothes them somehow, right? Well, it would make sense that those same people are going to be soothed by gambling or soothed by sex addiction or soothed by alcohol addiction or drug addiction because you can soothe yourself with those things in different ways. So what it comes down to is that because the narcissist doesn't trust him or herself, the narcissist also does not trust other people very well. And so when you try to turn to people that you don't trust, that doesn't work very well. So the narcissist often will turn to a drug or an alcohol situation. But here's something to note, and that is often that victims of narcissists might also find themselves being addicted for the same reason because they cannot turn to the narcissist who is often their only form of connection to the world because the narcissist, as we know, isolates us in order to control us. Now, if you're interested in me doing a video in more depth on how victims of narcissists can become addicted so easily, leave me a comment below and let me know. Because in this video, I'm going to stay focused on the narcissist for now. The fact of the matter is that one of the most difficult people to deal with in the world is an addicted narcissist. An addicted narcissist is worse than a standard narcissist because not only are you working against an apparent personality disorder, but you're also working against actual addiction. And as we discussed, addiction mimics narcissistic behavior. So it's like a double whammy. If you're dealing with an addictive narcissist, you are dealing with someone who is incredibly hard to deal with. They are exhausting. Their selfishness, the narcissism, the outright disrespectful behavior, lack of concern for you and your well-being, lack of concern for your need to pay the bills, lack of concern for your need to eat. They'll take everything you have and they'll like it. They are relentless. They are overpowering with their need and their rage if you don't meet those needs. Not only that, they're callous. They're frequently abusive. They have this sort of cocktail of negative behaviors that all lend to one end and that is they think they're always right 
and they don't mind devastating consequences, especially when the consequences are related to you and not them. There are a lot of different parts to going through recovery for an addict in general. When the person is also a narcissist, there's a whole other ball of wax to consider. So let's start here. One of the most common things that alcoholics and addicts deal with and narcissists also deal with is shame. If you're looking to figure out a narcissistic addict, look for events that happened between say 18 months and three years old, because a lot of times that's where they begin to develop shame, both addicts and narcissists. Interestingly enough, about 50% of addicts are, according to studies, also narcissists. Some studies would say that fetal alcohol syndrome in a child could be a sign of a narcissist. So that's something to think about. And that kind of explains a lot, doesn't it? Because fetal alcohol syndrome happens when the mother drinks while she's pregnant, usually excessively from my understanding. So you have to think about where the narcissist came from. Who are their parents? What kind of traumas might they have experienced? Not every narcissist and not every alcoholic or addict has experienced trauma, but a large percentage have. So that's the first place to look if you're trying to figure this type of person out. Next thing you have to look for is the enablers. There are two different types to look for. The first one is the one who focuses on building up the narcissist's ego and keeping it afloat. This might be you without even realizing it. This is the person who actively lifts the narcissist up and gives them supply. This person will help the narcissist to minimize all signs of addiction and hide them if necessary, and will also help the narcissist to feel superior to other people, including themselves in some cases. Then there's someone who's maybe unknowingly encouraging the narcissist to remain addicted to whatever it is they're addicted to. This person could be the drug dealer, they could be a friend who does it with them, bar buddies, anything like that. Someone who constantly encourages the addiction. They will also sometimes financially support the addiction or provide the drug or the alcohol or whatever it is to the person. And sometimes this is just like a loving parent who's trying to help you out and then they end up unfortunately enabling the addiction. So you have to watch for that stuff. But in order for a narcissist and to be an addict and remain an addict, they need both of those enablers in place. One other important note about this and that is that sometimes the two types of enablers can appear in one person. So it could just be the primary narcissistic supply that's in acting as both types of enabler. So the next thing you need to understand about narcissists and addiction is that a narcissist must first admit they are an addict in order to get any kind of thing done with recovery. That's step one in almost every recovery plan there is. And you and I both know that's also step one in the recovery from a narcissist to acknowledge that you have a problem that you're dealing with a narcissist. But we know that narcissists don't like to admit there's anything wrong with them. So it's often very difficult to even get them to try to do a rehab program or try to quit drinking or drugging or gambling or whatever they're doing. If you end up confronting the narcissist, usually you end up with narcissistic rage and narcissistic injury and they say you exaggerate, they might even call you crazy and say you're just doing this for attention and stuff like this because again, they can't admit there's a problem. This leads me to the cycle of abuse, which also is sort of similar to the cycle of addiction. So in both cycles, they begin when the narcissist feels threatened or upset in some way. The narcissist will become angry and take out their frustration on you, their supply, if, they, if you don't jump to encourage them or whatever they need you to do, 
they assume that you're not providing the right kind of supply for them so they jump to the addiction they retreat they run away from you and get involved with the addiction their particular drug of choice sort of makes their fantasy seem more real it kind of reinforces their own lies to themselves makes them feel like they're better than other people sometimes and kind of makes their unreasonable thoughts seem reasonable but then what happens is the enablers back away from the narcissist during this time so the narcissist feels threatened that somebody's going to leave them and guess what the cycle repeats itself again so it's like a an additionally convoluted cycle of abuse and addiction now let's talk about rehab would a narcissist ever go to rehab shockingly enough narcissists often kind of enjoy rehab but some things you should know if they are an elitist type narcissist they're going to be expecting to go to the very best rehab there is the elite the the one that is expensive they want special treatment they don't want to have to follow the rules they become bored when other people talk in group counseling sessions or AA meetings sometimes even toward staff members in the facility they don't heal so much as they're looking for loopholes and ways they can still catch some supply or even get high they stress out about money they stress out about things that aren't right in the facility and blame other people in their lives for getting involved in this program in the first place so it's iffy but here's a, here's something for you if you have someone who behaves narcissistically and you manage to get them into rehab and they go through it and they stick with it and they come home and they're clean and sober and they don't act like a narcissist anymore or at least they show empathy toward you now this might not be a narcissist this could just be an addict this is a good thing this means that if you can help them stay sober you can have a decent relationship if they come home and they still act the same way and they don't care how you feel and they act jerky and they don't apologize for their horrible behavior and all of, for all of those months or years while the, they were dealing with addiction that's a narcissist sometimes you have a narcissist who is also an addict and sometimes you just have an addict whose addiction that is active and ruining their life is also ruining their relationships by making them act like a narcissist. Couple more quick points. First of all, recovery. Most narcissists expect recovery to happen like that. They expect it to the, the problem to be gone and to be able to move forward. A lot of them won't work hard to recover because they have such narcissistic minds. They have a hard time feeling and understanding that they have a problem. They can't acknowledge the problem. It's hard for them to admit they need to work through the problem. They blame other people for their bad feelings. They blame other people for their bad deeds. You see where this is going. Their grandiose beliefs make it almost impossible for them to recover sometimes, those who are actually narcissists. The other thing you need to know is that relapse is possible. It does happen, especially with those who are actually NPD, but even with people who aren't actually NPD. It's hard for anyone to recover from addiction, and I think you and I can both relate to that on some level, right? Because they have to deal with the emotional consequences of recovery, a lot of times they can't make it. They can't get through it. It's too much for them. Even a person who's not a narcissist with NPD can fall back into addiction and act narcissistic again. The thing that you have to do here is, as I explained to someone in the chat this morning, if you are dealing with someone who you believe is an addict and not a real narcissist, as in someone who has narcissistic personality disorder, if you believe that their behaviors are only showing up this way because of addiction, if you can help them hit rock bottom, it can help. One of the things you can do is sit down with them and say, listen to me very carefully. I have researched and here are some options for you to rehab. You need to stop 
your active addiction and work on recovery and I will be here and I will support you if you choose to do it. If you choose not to do it, I love you, but I can't stay here because I will not continue to watch you kill yourself. That's what you have to do. And then you have to be prepared to follow through on your threat because there is a high possibility that they may not be ready yet. And then as someone said this morning, well, she sent her person to rehab and then the person two weeks later convinced everybody he was done and he was better, left the rehab and by the time she picked him up at the bus station was already high. She picked him up anyway. You can't always do that. The next time I told her, let him walk, figure out his own life because if he's showing up already high, just out of rehab, he ain't better. He's not going to get better unless he goes back to rehab and maybe he needs to hit rock bottom. And if every time they go to hit rock bottom, you catch them, they're never going to hit it and you're just going to be their rock bottom. You don't deserve that. You don't need to be at rock bottom for something that isn't your fault. Know that. You can love someone, even your child or your, you know, it doesn't have to be a spouse or a significant other. It could be a parent. It could be a child. It could be a relative or a friend. You can love someone without enabling their behavior. You can love someone but not approve of or enable their behavior. It is difficult, but it can be done. This leads me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you ever dealt with a narcissistic alcoholic or addict? If so, did recovery change who they were? And if not, did you figure out how to deal with it or are you in the middle of it? Let me know your thoughts and your ideas and your experiences in the comments below and let's talk about that. And one more thing, if you'd like me to do more videos on addiction and narcissism and the connections and how to deal with it, let me know that in the comments below too. Give me a like and hit me up in the comments and let me know. That's important stuff and I would be happy to talk about it more because I know that it is an underserved thing right now in this area. So let me know. I want to help you in any way that I can. That's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.